Georgia, but we closed out strong. Uh, it was a good Monday. I I didn't realize that um, that you were that deep in the in the Nugget contest there. So um, good job on that. That just shows how to, how how good of a college football season you had as well, my friend. But it was uh, Monday night was really nice. Made made a couple shekels, and um, we're on to Wild Card Weekend, which is exciting and always a pleasure to be here with uh, you and my good pal Adam Trigger. Absolutely, CT bets, and, and no hats off to you, man. Alabama, the the I think it was the right side all the way. I mean, towards the end, it got a little out of hand, but um, yeah, it cost me some money in the Nugget contest. I'm still top ten, but it cost me the third spot. So hopefully, uh, you do something good with the money you made there. And another guy that made some money on it, Adam Trigger, uh, all the way from the beginning of the season, man. Hats off to you calling that, Trig. Welcome in. Thanks, Drew. Yeah, that was that was awesome the way that panned out. Uh, I think I touched on it a couple times. You know, we talked about it first episode of the hustle. I just it, I didn't it never thought that Georgia was really the best team going into the season. I just felt like they had an actual path to the college football playoff at a good number. And the way it panned out, they get there. They were a touchdown favorite against Michigan and a favorite in the national championship game. Never felt like we had to hedge. And, and yeah, uh, so I wrote it out. Hopefully some others that followed did as well. But uh, that was uh, – Drew, I thought Alabama might have been the right side for three quarters. And Georgia just kind of took over in the fourth. Uh, so nice result for us. And, uh, yeah, it, it it was a good weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the beginning of the game, it, it, I think it was like a toss-up. I, I don't know if there was, like, really a right side. It's national championship. I mean, it's kind of a, a, a pretty, you know, efficient market there, Trig. But you're right, fourth quarter – all the way towards Georgia, so absolutely the winner. And going back to what you were saying in terms of the path to the national championship, I guess before we put college football to bed, is that that has to do with you know them being on I guess the east side of the SEC? You kind of obviously work that into into the handicap. What else did you see there? And do you see it actually just repeating itself for next year? I mean, Athens is a great place to recruit to recruit to. I don't know. I don't really know what's going to change to to make Georgia really drop that that far down in the ranking. Yeah, I, I have no no clue what's going to go on next year. I think it's tough to really determine, especially now with the, the way that, that kids are just jumping ship and going to different programs. But um, Walrus dug up the original analysis and we posted it to the Hustle Twitter page. And I guess the path was I said, okay, well, the SEC East, there's a good chance they're going to be favored in every game. And they've got two shots to win a, a, win a game that could allow them to get into college football playoff with a loss and that was clemson or alabama in the sec championship game i got lucky they come out right off the rip to open the season and knock off clemson and so they always were kind of up there and it allowed them to lose that game to alabama and still get into the college football playoff still be favored and it just kind of you know it it worked out like they don't all work out like that but that one certainly just went to plan so very happy with yeah, Georgia Bulldogs right side there, guys. And uh, also remember, guys, Viva, uh, the drink, the sponsor of the show, a really good drink, four different flavors. Get him on the website there, and you can get it shipped to uh, any state in the continental U.S. here. Uh, CT Bets also uh, just want to give you a chance, um, you know, before we put college football to bed here, your Baylor play. Uh, guys, one of the best bets out there. I mean, Georgia, it, it went 8-1 to one to win the national championship, but also CT Bets was on the over of Baylor five and a half season wins, man. How do you see Baylor's season next year? And um, also anything that I guess I got incorrect here with the Viva and, the, and any shipping where it needs to go, CT? No, no problem, Drew Martin Betts. Um, yeah, it, I, I was looking back at 
my accounts and my my notes obviously document every um, every single week and go back and see who I had, how I did for the week. And it was a it was a great college football season. Uh, Baylor over wins was great. I obviously took Triggs pick on Ole Miss over wins on the year. Cash the Patriots over wins on the year. Um, you with Miami under on the year. I had that as well. So college yeah. football season was really good to us. Um, Baylor, I was reading some articles. I'm part of the the Sikkim 365 email chain. Looks like uh, Dave Aranda did a lot of work right since he won the Big 12 championship, won the Sugar Bowl. He didn't waste any time. He kind of Bill Belichicked it, and he went right back to work the next day. He's been doing some great recruiting. Looks like Gary Bohannon is going to be back. Um, the backup, Blake Shapin, is going to be back as well. He will take over after Gary graduates next year. Got a lot of freshman wide receivers coming in, so it should be a good season. Um, a lot of my friends down in Texas are already say, saying might be in the Big 12 championship again next year. So great college football season. And before we get into big game breakdown, Drew Martin bets, myself and Trigg will be out in South Boston uh, this weekend uh, on Saturday, wild card weekend. We will be whacking the games. We'll be whacking Viva Seltzer. Anybody, any loyal listener from The Hustle, feel free to, uh, we'll tweet out where we are, uh, either Stats, Rosa Lyons, Lincoln. Uh, we'll be bouncing around. We'll tweet out where we are. Feel free to come down and meet us, watch the games with us, and um, we'll buy you all the Viva Seltzer you want. Yeah, that'd be fun. Check them out on Twitter, guys, at CTBets16 and at uh, Top Flight. S-I-C-T, have you um tried the, you know, shot of tequila in between Aviva every now and again? You know what? I did. I took your advice on it, Drew Martin Betts, good. and it's actually really good. That was yeah. good advice. And want to know what as well, Drew Martin Betts, who I think, who is telling you that that was a terrible idea? Oh, Kelly. So yeah. I talked to the main owner of Viva, and he does it himself, actually, Drew Martin Betts. <laughs> he throws a shot of tequila in it as well when he's feeling frisky every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, it's not an every time thing, you know. You sure. want to enjoy the Viva. It's it's a subtle ta- uh, taste, but uh, if you're yep. if you're looking to kind of speed up the process a little bit, you know, uh, uh, throwing a shot of tequila with the drink or just you know on the side when you're drinking, it's something Adam Trigger could do. Maybe he could tell you about as he uh, does the recap segment here, guys. Yeah, Drew, you know, that's like the Viva cocktail right there. That's the nighttime drink. You know, yeah. when when Chris and I start drinking Vivas before a Patriots game at 9 a.m. and then have like 10 or 11 before kickoff, maybe don't want to go with the extra shot of tequila in the, you know, yeah. when you're doing it that early. Um, but anyway, yeah, recap first. Want to shout out a couple of our listeners. Uh, fun contest we had over the weekend. I think like everyone really enjoyed that. I got a ton of good feedback on that. And I just want to give a uh, little recognition to our couple winners. Uh, the, the, so the contest was you had to pick a 10-point underdog college basketball on Saturday that won outright. All of our winners won Viva, which all got shipped out, except for our, our guy in Canada took some merch because we're still having a hard time shipping across the border. But anyway, Nick Nick A, at own, biggest fan on Twitter, Chicago State. Uh, L. Ray 120 hit with Missouri. Black Magic 1 hit with Rice. Uh, loyal listener Keith Landry. I think this is his second contest win right here. I think he's won one of our other contests. Uh, he also it. hit with Rice. And then um, uh, Tress5, T-R-E-S-5-S at Twitter, 
with the call of the night, uh, Mississippi Valley State, I think they won in overtime as like an 18-point dog, and they like wow. never win games. So what a <laughs> yeah, call yeah. right there. <laughs> we had, yeah, that was awesome. We had five people win. Uh, we had fun. I, I, I had fun tweeting about it all day. It looks like everyone had a good time with that. So we will try to do that um, again in, in the future. We'll do that one again in the future. Um, but yeah, let's break down last week's show. Um, it's good enough. Uh, I would say it was like back and forth. The Walrus had a uh, Walrus was probably the highlight of, of last week's show. Um, so I guess we'll start there. We'll start with Wally's Corner. Uh, he went three and one on the, the Wally's Corner plays he gave out on Wednesday. Um, Broncos Chiefs under was a loser, uh, but he he nailed both of his NFL side plays on Sunday. Vikings pull away for a win. 49ers, awesome comeback win. Um, and then he also had Georgia, uh, which was essentially his best bet on Monday. So Wally goes three and one, and Wally's corner is now 66, 45, and three, 59.5% on the year. Uh, that's that's really that's awesome. Uh, that's really good. Um, up and down in the other sections. Uh, big game breakdown was one and two. Uh, Drew falls short with Alabama. Ravens. I still don't understand how they didn't win that game, but they didn't. Yeah. Um, they lose for CT. Uh, I hope a lot of people. So I gave out DePaul plus five. I guess by the time we were on the show, it was five and a half. I don't really care about the. You know, I just hope people were able to cash a ticket with that. So we'll say winner push right there um and oh man we the sharp college hoop info that we gave out at the end of the show went one and two but jesus like bradley lost at the buzzer on just an absurd play like kid just like dribbled out they were plus one kid just dribbled out to the three-point arc and like banged like a contested three at the buzzer for the win so tough one and two there uh best bets uh, our guest, our guest Joe Ostrowski, cashed his best bet, 49ers plus five. That was a great call. Uh, I took a brutal loss with Tulane. Again, these teams got to start fouling. I, I don't know how many times I have to watch it. These teams up three at the end of a game have to foul. I, I mean, I, I'm not even going to get into it because like, I, I, it's just mind-numbing that teams are not fouling up three. East Carolina bangs a three at the buzzer. Of course, you know what happens in overtime. Uh, I already said the Walrus cash with Georgia. Uh, CT Betts also had Georgia. And uh, Drew, UCF fell short on uh, College Hoop last week. Did we have a best bet from Cal last week? Is it yeah, 49ers? Niners. I don't even remember. All right. Niners. I gave yeah, it out I, I, on, I, on Saturday show because we forgot on Wednesday. Got it. Got it. So, Cal... So Kel's on the Niners. Oh yeah, Kel's on the Niners, and she 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 booted Drew Martin again. There she is. Uh, so anyway, no, that was a, that's really it. Uh, up and down show, but you know, I think we gave some winners out. The Walrus the Walrus continues to stay hot. We will see him in a little bit. So uh, yeah, all all in all, a decent uh, decent week, I guess. And hopefully, a lot of you took our advice back in August and had Georgia at eight to one. That should be the highlight of the week right there. All right. I'm going to have to take over oh, here. That's okay. Uh, Drew Martin Beth is out. Let's bring uh, Kelly in Vegas in a little early. Kelly Stewart. She's not no, here. She's not okay. here yet, Chris. Chris, let's just let's just go into big game. Do you want me to do my big game first? Uh, I'll, all right. I'll go first. 
All right, big game breakdown for CT Bets coming right up here. We're going to go to Sunday NFL wildcard weekend, 4.30 Eastern game trig. This one's scary, but I like it. I'm taking the Niners plus the three on Sunday afternoon. This Niners team started three and five, trig three and five. Jimmy G, Trey Lance, you and I were on a bunch of these games at the beginning of the season versus that Cardinals team. They couldn't figure out who was going to be the guy. They start off three and five. They finally get a lot healthier now. Jimmy G looks like the Jimmy G that we've been used to seeing when he is healthy. He is now healthy. They rip off eight of the last 11 games, including last week's big comeback win over the Rams, 17 nothing, in order to qualify. For the playoffs, um, this is a healthy team right now. I really like the, the way the defense is playing. They showed a lot of toughness in that second half. Coming back, that's a that's a big time win, and that's a tough deficit to overcome to get into the playoffs. They're using Debo Samuel. He's become one of the best dynamic wide receivers in the league right now. Mike, listen. I am not a huge Kyle Shanahan guy. I'm, I'm really not, right? How, how could you be? He hasn't really shown you anything. A couple years ago, he takes that Niners team to the NFC Championships, gets embarrassed by the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we know what he did when he was uh, with the Falcons back when the Patriots came back, the, the 28-3 to game. But listen, Mike McCarthy is an absolute brain-dead abortion to me. And, and he's just an absolute <laughs> pant load who has no clue. And I think it was a huge mistake for Jerry Jones to bring in Mike McCarthy as the head coach. And I am going to take Kyle Shanahan. I think he is a way better coach than Mike McCarthy. And I'm going to take that three points on Sunday. This game is just so fitting, right, for the Dallas Cowboys to lose after the season they have. Yeah, they, well, they I think they won uh, their last you know, what is it? Five of their last six games, cupcake schedule, two of those against Washington football game, one against the Giants, one against the Gulls. They lose that Cardinals game where we all had the Cardinals. It's It just lines up as a fitting game for Dallas to lose outright. I'm taking the plus three with the Niners on Sunday. I'm sprinkling on the money line. I fully expect the Niners to get this done. CT, big game breakdown. Niners plus three. Niners plus three guys. I'll save the, uh, the repeating there. That was my big game breakdown as well. So, uh, Trig, did you already give yours? No, I'm going to give mine now, but okay. I, I love that you're both on the Niners. Cause I, I really do think it's the right side. I think they're the better team. Chris gate, Chris pretty much said it. Uh, since, since Debo Samuel and Kittle are back, they've gotten healthy that, that they're a better football team than the Cowboys. So love to see both of you on the Niners. I'm going to head to tonight. We're talking college basketball, and I, I think this is probably the biggest game on the card, or at least one of them. Uh, we got Florida and LSU in the SEC, and I'll tell you right now, uh, it's a big game for Florida. Florida desperately needs to win this game, uh, and, and I think they're going to get it. Uh, so first off, LSU, they're going to be without Xavier Pinson, and uh, you know I was listening to the three-man weave guys talk this afternoon. Three man, they, they, uh, we had Kai on our show here on The Hustle a few weeks back. Um, and, and one of the three-man weave guys was going into the production, sort of LSU with Pinson on the floor, LSU with Pinson off the floor. And, and it's actually probably, it's more drastic than you would think, maybe by like just looking at the box store score and the statistics. 
Uh, so I actually think that that's a pretty big omission for LSU tonight. Uh, that's obviously likely why the line did what it did. Um, you know, Drew, we talked about this game this afternoon, and, and yeah, it yeah, took me like all day. Yeah, we hit on it on the college basketball show. It took me all day to like really say, you know what, Florida at minus three is still a really good bet. Um, I, I just I love the spot for them, and I love this sort of like letdown spot for LSU. Um, Chris gave out LSU on Saturday on our Saturday show. They hammered Tennessee. They played a great game. This team's been on kind of cruise control all year, but you know LSU's got some issues offensively, and I, I think they may kind of show up even more now with Pinson, who is one of their better scorers, not not in the lineup. What it comes down to for me here, guys, Florida needs this game so bad. They have to have this game. Uh, it, it's just. It's the spot play of all spot plays for me, kind of in college hoop. I think Florida's going to show up tonight. I know they haven't of late, and and you know they, but but really the two teams they lost to recently, Alabama and Auburn. I think if you watch that basketball game last night, I don't think it's a stretch to say that's two of the better teams in the country. I actually have LSU, even with how good they are and how good their record is, as a slight step down from like an Auburn and maybe even an Alabama. And with Pinson out, they're certainly a step down. So I'm going to lay the points. Florida minus three going off here at the top of the hour. Uh, uh, hopefully be doing the Gator chop. I think they do this down in uh, Gainesville. That's what we'll be doing around 9 p.m. tonight. They do the uh, Gator chomp. They sure do. They also have cheap beer. Uh, pretty good college town overall. A girl that uh, knows the state of Florida and knows Viva Tequila Seltzer. Kelly in Vegas. It's her time to shine. And I know she's got an opinion on the LSU Florida game. So welcome in, Kelly. I, I welcome in. Sorry, Drew. Didn't mean to get you booted earlier, but why it's did okay. you use my link? I'm confused. I'm over here messaging Joe going, listen, I did not screw this up. I swear to you. Uh, anyhow, apologies to our listeners. As far as the Florida game goes, look, I was on Florida the other night. They had a, a slight lead at half over Alabama. I thought they were the right side and down the stretch, they couldn't get it done. I'm looking at it again going, all right, I'm going to back Florida. I know I'm a little late to the party lane. The three, wish I would have had it at one and a half. But I, I do think this Florida team is going to get the best of LSU here. This is a Gators team that I know is well coached. And whether or not anybody wants to actually admit that, I understand that I got a lot of flack for that on Twitter. Uh, they do have a very, very good defense. And this is an LSU team. No disrespect to them. They've had an awesome year. They're only lost to Auburn. Uh, they have a great defense as well. Probably why Drew's on the under here. Uh, but I do think the Florida should be able to run their offense against this defense. And maybe we will see uh, LSU slip up just a touch. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a really sloppy game, Kelly. I really do. And uh, uh, you, you bring up, you know, good coaching. I guess uh, I, I wait on, on LSU side as well. But Mike White, I don't think he gets enough credit. Um, I, I think Florida plays some good defense as well, Kelly. So I, I like your breakdown. Did you, did you want to give out your other two games too or wait until uh, best bets? Oh, we can talk about it. I gave out Clemson as well, which I absolutely hate. If you guys know, uh, friends with the fade, you guys, they said Dennis gave out Clemson. And I'm like, why? This guy never bets dogs. But when he does, it is a kiss of death. So now I don't feel great. Uh, I did think that Clemson plus three over Notre Dame was a great play. I did sprinkle a little bit on that money line. This is a really good Clemson offense. This is a Notre Dame team that I think every single year gets way, way too much credit with Mike Bray. We mentioned good coaching. I'm not saying Mike Bray's a bad coach. I'm just not in love with his coaching style. They've had a nice little run there. 
uh, the last couple of weeks. But this is a, a solid Clemson team. We see how the line come down from three to two and a half. Barstool Sportsbook saw it at three. So I said, fine, I'll take Clemson here. And now I feel like it is the kiss of death with the uh, public underdog, if you will. And then I also gave out Maryland. Maryland was a, a side that I looked at this morning and said, okay, here is a good Maryland team. Not a great Maryland team, but a good Maryland team, uh, especially defensively, versus a Northwestern team that I think is equally as good, right? You give them a little bit for a home court advantage. I thought five and a half, six was too many points. I thought this game should have been closer to three and a half, four. Uh, yeah, there's a little home court in Evanston, but not. this is not a, a Big 12 uh, home court advantage, an SEC advantage, if you will. The, the kids in Evanston just don't show up and get loud like they need to. Obviously, Northwestern dropped three straight now, and I think Maryland has a chance to spring this upset. I like it. Turfs tonight. Kelly in Vegas. Uh, check her out on Twitter at Kelly in Vegas, guys. She uh, tweets out her best bets there. She's 14 and four best bet record. Kelly in Vegas bringing the goods, guys, with the cash. Um, and and what you you cashed with the 49ers just last week, Kelly. Is is that another game? I mean, I guess segue in here into the NFL playoffs. You like the Niners, CT bets, and I do. You know, I do lean towards the Niners here, and they were in contention for my best bet. I I really wanted to make a case for this team. The problem is, is well-roundedness is something that the Cowboys have done really well. Now, granted. Their losses are at home. It's wild. You would think that uh, that loss of the Raiders on Thanksgiving, uh, the loss of the Cardinals I was on just a couple of weeks ago was pretty crazy, right? These are pretty sizable underdogs, uh, almost a touchdown to go into Dallas and get the outright win. Dallas should not be allowing these things. I do think defensively Dan Quinn has really impressed me. I thought it would take a couple of years for him to fix some of these problems on defense. Look, Dak is a great quarterback. I'm going to go ahead and say it. He shows me lots of promise for the future. The problem is he doesn't always have the time that he needs. We know that they've had injuries to the O-line and when that O-line's healthy and Dak's got time, what do they do? They hang a 50 burger on their opponents. And that's happened several times this year. This is a, a Cowboys team that I haven't quite got the balls to step in front of just yet, but boy, Niners plus three, that is just begging for everybody to bet the Cowboys. You know, and they're going to walk up to the window and say, oh, I just need the Cowboys to win. I don't trust Mike McCarthy farther than I can throw him, really. Let's just be honest there. Uh, you know, Pat, I followed the Packers for a long time now as well. I didn't like him in Green Bay. I don't like him in Dallas. In fact, the week that he was out with COVID, I said, was an upgrade for his team. And sure enough, it was. That being said, I lean towards the Niners here. And probably come Sunday, I will get involved. I can tell you this right now, if it drops to two and a half, Drew, I'm going to absolutely put – the Niners in every single open teaser spot that I can find. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna te- you're gonna tease the Niners up if if it drops to two and a half. Right now, the current number of okay. three, uh, I'm just hanging tight. I, I do think we're gonna see some sharp money coming on the Niners. So I do. This looks like a quintessential trap game. We know that Wild Card Weekend, ninety uh, percent. That's all it is. It, it's wild. Eighty percent of the NFL has just picked the winner. Uh, most of the time, the spread doesn't come into play. Wild card weekend yeah. is truly pick the winner. And uh, I think the Niners can sneak away with the win here. They've been playing great as of late. I think they're peaking at the right time. So we'll see. But I, I, I'm making a case here as I go along for the Niners. And eventually, I'm going to sure. talk myself into it. 
Yeah, and, and actually another thing here I want to throw in, uh, Kelly, and, and Teddy Covers and I went over this on the opening line report, guys. The strength of schedule in wildcard weekend, whoever has the more difficult strength of schedule has won a huge amount of time against the spread. And if you rank more than 10 slots in the Sagarin strength of schedule ratings above your opponent, which two games this weekend do, and there's a rhyme to them. They're both NFC East teams, which had the easy schedule. San Francisco is one of them, Kelly. It's San Francisco plus the three uh, because the Dallas Cowboys had the easiest schedule in the NFL. San Francisco at number five. The other game, which I guess we can get into and any thoughts on any closing thoughts on this one is uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks had the number four schedule and Philadelphia had the number 30 schedule. So that would put us uh, on the Bucks minus eight and a half using the strength of schedule in wildcard weekend, which if you're more than 10 slots above your opponent since 2002, it's 28 and six, 82% against wow. the spread. So those are the two games that pop up using that system, guys. I don't know. I'll throw it over to you, Kelly. Anything here on uh, the Eagles and the defending champions right in your uh, your neck of the woods? So right now, uh, I'm going to go over a chart that Ralph gave us. I didn't give it to Joe. I will tweet it out. But it is how teams have fared against this year's playoff teams. You mentioned Dallas. Dallas has played seven games involving playoff teams. They're just three and four straight up. Not that San Francisco's done any better. They're four and four straight up. Tampa Bay, though, four and one against 2021 playoff teams. They're just one and four against the spread. But as I mentioned, wildcard weekend doesn't really matter. I'm going to tease the shit out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers down to two and a half. And, and that's my only option here on this game. This is not an Eagles team that I was high on. They have played six uh, playoff teams this year. Oh, and six straight up, just one and five against the spread. I cannot trust this team. We know that I do love the dogs. I just don't think this one is barking. Home favorites have not done historically well. Here we go. Joe's got it up from bed on it earlier. Here's uh, the wild card games. Home favorites have been absolutely terrible against the spread uh, since 2010. We know this. And uh, dogs bark wild card weekend. But I don't think that they're barking in a couple of games. Tampa Bay being one of them. Here's the other chart that I was talking about with Ralph. Uh, if you look, you can see the number of games they played versus playoff teams. And then the yards per diff. 431 yards for the Eagles. I mean, I just don't see how they're going to keep up here against the Bucs. It is just one of those situations where you either lay it or you don't play it. Yeah, that is a Cal, crazy. I, that yards diff is, 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 a, is a wild stat. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you got, CT Beth? Yeah, Drew, what, what line did you have for Bucks just now that you just quoted? Uh, Tampa what, Bay what is, across the wager talk odds screen nine, is eight no. and a half. There is a minus nine at bet on the, or on an offshore. So, Kel, would you would you throw nine, eight nine. bucks eight and a half in a teaser? Is that acceptable to tease to two and a half? That's what I would do. I would tease them down to two and a half okay. right now. Uh, hopefully, you have a spot that allows open teasers because this is what I did. I had four open teaser uh, spots with the bucks. If I'm not going to use it this week, I might use it next week. I might use it the following week. We know the divisional weekend, uh, championship weekend even more so. We know that the books really limit teaser plays. But if you already have an open spot, then you can kind of utilize it. And I mentioned that I was hoping that the Niners would get bet down to two and a half, maybe a rogue three. I could have three. But, man, to get the Niners over a touchdown in Dallas would just be amazing in my opinion. I think that's, that's easily a, a touchdown game one side or the other. So, Kel, just to follow up, one more follow-up question. If we're if we're all anticipating some sharp money hitting the Niners and that it might move to two and a half, why not just send it in on, on Niners bucks if you're going to do a teaser? Just 
you know, if you if you think it's going to go to two and a half, couldn't you just take it when it's nine and you know, it's, you, it's I guess it's it's a huge difference. It, so the the math says through like when you're only betting long teasers that it makes the three is so valuable, right? So the answer right now is if you like the Niners, bet the three. I'm kind of pussyfooting around. If you can't tell, I haven't completely convinced myself that the Niners are going to be it. Uh, the more I got to looking at it, I got a little gun shy on Dallas. So what my point was is if sharp money does come in and I do miss the three, I'm not going to feel bad about it because I'll throw it into a teaser situation because then I know I'm getting up over the three and the touchdown. I, I do think Niners plus three is probably going to make my card. But as of right now, I just keep looking at this Dallas defense going, you know what? Dan Quinn's done such a great job. I, I wonder about Jimmy G from time to time. We've seen him struggle, as particularly in the first half. If it's not Jimmy G, is it going to be Trey Lance? Who do I trust more? I don't think there's a drop-off between the two. I do think this game looks like a shootout, which means points don't really matter, right? We know that points are a premium in these lower totals, but this one looks like it could be a 34-31 type game. It absolutely could, Definitely. Kel. It, 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 in, in talking guys, because we are bringing up teasers here and like Wong teasers. I know a lot of people might not know what that is, Kelly, but Wong speaking to go through like the, uh, the, the, the key numbers, you know, three and seven. And if you're just sitting on three to push that up, what you were getting into, that's really not worth it. You got to be on two and a half and go th- through the three, right? Correct. And also I think that people need to realize, and Ralph has a chart for this somewhere that I need him to update. Cause he hasn't updated it for me since October, but uh, the number of times key numbers hit, right? We know three is number one, hits almost 15% yeah. of the time. That's why it is so important <laughs> to go through the three. Uh, but also four and six are becoming a lot more prominent numbers in the NFL. Absolutely. Do do the, uh, the uh, some of it due to the the extra point move back a few years ago. CT bets, man, you got to hop Absolutely. in here. We got We got some NFL playoff talk, bro. Yeah, Kel, you and I, we're, we're going to get into the Patriots-Bills game here in a second, but... Before you got on, I broke down the Niners as my big game breakdown. And I, I, I'm i not a big fan of Kyle Shanahan, but I love him so much more than Mike McCarthy in this spot. It's not even funny. I said, Mike McCarthy is an absolute pant loan, pant load, brain dead, absolute <laughs> abortion. Can't believe Jerry Jones brought him in. Um, so I like Kyle Shanahan in this spot. I like the way the Niners are playing. They ripped off eight of their last 11 with that and then had that great comeback last weekend versus the Rams uh, to qualify for the playoffs. So I like the Niners a lot in this spot. I, I fully expect them to win this game. But let's get into the game that we talked a little bit on radio last night. Myself, you and Dan Lifshatz from 98.5, the sports hub in Boston. This is a game where it, it I love it so much because everybody I'm obviously up in Boston, everybody up here who is a, like a diehard Patriots fan. It's like the season's over. It was, a, it was a good job this year. We made the playoffs. They have no chance. Everyone up here, I love weeks like this when it gets like this. Sports, Boston Sports Radio, all, every talking head. Bills are going to rock and roll. Uh, I heard this, mor- or this morning and when I was coming home uh, from work, people were like, I can't believe the line's four. The line should be like 10. That's what they're saying here. They say the Bills are going to route them. I'm rooting for the weather to be as miserable as possible. That obviously favors Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Bill prepares for this shit. He loves this shit. He makes them practice out in the rain, sleet, and snow. Interesting fact I heard today. The Bills 
McDermott had them inside today so they, their little toesies didn't get cold and they could be okay. <laughs> Bill got them out in the freezing cold, practicing. He loves this shit. I took the Patriots plus four and a half. When the Lions came out, it's four now. I think the Patriots are going to win this game. Rock and roll, smash mouth football like we saw in Buffalo. What do you think, baby girl? Yeah, so the Bills is my best bet this week, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, Chris, remember on, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, there was uh, another talking head that tweeted out why they liked Alabama so much. Can you can you tell me what the quote was? What, what Why they bet Alabama because of who the coach was? Sure, it's all I heard all week. I'm taking the points with the better coach and the better QB, and they had no one had a better explanation than that. They couldn't evaluate on that. That's it. Okay, so all I heard all week long is you can't bet against Belichick. You can't bet against Belichick. Well, first of all, Belichick has it. Belichick's used to a bye this week. He's used to just sitting back, going to practice. This is his first wild card round in 18 years. That is such a wild stat to me. I'm like, what? So I see that yeah. and I'm going, okay. And, you know, you mentioned the QB factor. This is Josh Allen, and I'm not trying to give Josh Allen some major praise here. He's had some severe issues throughout this season, but I think he's got it worked out. The Bills, down the stretch, did what they needed to do to get the win. Josh Allen has been in the playoffs before, and that is my concern. Rookie quarterbacks, uh, inexperienced quarterbacks in the playoffs always have me going, hmm, do I really trust him? Of course, Bill Belichick's a GOAT. I'm not going to disrespect him at all, but I do think he's getting a lot of love this weekend. And I understand you can't count him out as an underdog. I understand that their recent history against the Bills, especially at Buffalo, they're 7-1 and one against the spread. But I mentioned what my concern was about another team, and that is absolutely my concern here with the Patriots. You and I had a season-long bet. I said they wouldn't win 10 games. We set the line at 9.5. They win 10 games. So they did basically, between you and I, meet the correct expectation. This is a team that peaked too early, though. Just one in three against the spread in their last four games. Trust me, there was a couple games on that stretch where I was going – you know what? How am I going to lose this? This is absolutely asinine. Uh, this is a team that started off, uh, what was it, three and six? There was something crazy, Chris, that was like, I was joking yeah. with you about buying out early. Me and Uncle Benny, we we're having a good time. But that being said, I am on the Bills this weekend. I do love this Bills defense. Uh, I do think that they're going to have to be able to shut down the run. I, my concern is the weather here. And full disclosure, this isn't like I love the Bills. This is my best yeah, bet sure. because I have to give out a best bet on Wednesday. Yep. And I don't love this week's card. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be on a lot of really ugly unders that people are going to bitch about on Twitter. Uh, but I have to pick a side uh, for a best bet. And I looked at the Niners. And, the, and like I said, the Cowboys just really scared me off. So I took the Bills minus four. Um, and kind of a play against what I think is going to be a trendy dog, at least come Sunday. We're going to find out, but I, I, that's what I've been hearing a lot so far today is how are you going to bet against Belichick? Well, I'm going to give it a shot. Fair enough. I like his great breakdown, guys. Well, listen, I'm gonna, think, I'll be waiting. I think we should have to give me back like something here. I think we should get, I could like earn back part of the dinner that yeah. I have to buy in March. That's fine. You know what? I can't remember the last time you won a bet against me, so no problem. Yeah, I think I'm like – I definitely know I'm 0-3 as of the last ones I can remember. All right. How about this? If the Bills win, I will split the dinner with you at Barry's uh, March Madness when the crew and significant others are there. But if the Patriots win, 
what am I getting now? That's something you got to figure out because I, I mean, what am I going to, I, what is the dinner bill already? What did I agree to 3,500 or something completely yeah, insane? Something like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, K-State football. So, so let's do this. I'm willing to do that. If the bills win, we have to think of something fair. I'm willing to split it with you. We need to think of something fair. If the Patriots do win the game, you're right. Like we'll throw the spread out. Patriots have to win. I, I, I won't even take the four. What is it, Trig? What can we do? I know, I know what it is. I know what it is. Kelly needs Kelly needs to get Stu Finer, drag his ass somewhere, and make yes. sure you guys get to hang out. Or she needs what? to facilitate take, that introduction. Or he comes on the I hustle. Want, yeah, or he comes on the hustle. Think that I can make that happen, you're insane, but I'll do my best. We Kel need to get a confirmation here. This is this is no bet. We gotta think of something. We'll between now and and Saturday, we'll come up with something fair. Um, but I am willing to give you a shot, and I am willing to split the bill <laughs> with you if the Bills win. I'm a nice Sounds guy, like Martin Betts. I know. I, I, I love That's it, CT Betts. I mean, this is the the art of uh, making a bet, making a wager. We're watching it right here, you know, live on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, wherever you're downloading <laughs> your podcast at the Hustle Show podcast. Brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer, watermelon flavor, guys. Check it out. The Ooh. green can Viva Tequila Seltzer, refreshing and drinkable hard seltzer, 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, guys. Zero sugar helps with the hangover. You need to heat on the top of the watermelon. What's that? True. <laughs> Tahin goes on top of the watermelon. It's a bad. What do you mean? The tahin salt, lick the rim. Oh, rail, okay. But the yeah. tahin oh, salt yeah. on like the watermelon. Oh, it's like a watermelon margarita. It's so good. Second blessed flavor. In case you guys want to know, uh, it goes grapefruit. It's one A. Watermelon is one B. <laughs> let us know. If Chris wins, Kel has to come to Swamp Scott for the second straight year on Fourth of July. There it is. Oh my God. She... That was such a miserable <laughs> yeah. existence. I would, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I would <laughs> never go anywhere that is unpatriotic ever again it, for the rest of my life for my favorite holiday ever. I just, I, there was no fireworks. It was raining. It was cold. I, you know, I had a great time, but I froze my ass off and didn't feel like 4th of July. I had like one uh one uh what was it would i have a bottle rocket or something like that yeah. at, the, at the horse's house and it was just pouring down rain the, horse and it was just smoking. Yeah. the weather <laughs> the weather obviously did not cooperate it would have been a, we had a lot of fun it would have been a lot better of a weekend if it was nice out but we uh we got a shit storm every day we had a good, great time at the red sox though oh my god yes absolutely ct bats almost got in a fist fight at some bar that <laughs> at bleacher bar yeah bleacher bar yeah, yeah some, some guy caught him at the wrong time and uh he was actually joking around with you ct bets you were not in the joking around mood though so hey Shocker. it happens from time to time yeah. finway was awesome though that that was great man such a such an experience there we do guys um have wally's corner coming up here in just a oh, second huge shout out to the chat box everybody uh everybody joining us live frenchie bets paco healy jonathan silverman all of you guys um, yeah, yeah, Trig, jump on in. And, and, and wait one second. Yeah, if, well, if you're watching on replay, guys, feel free to uh, drop a line below. Anything on the bet, anything like that. But yeah, go ahead, Trig. Uh, yeah, no, I can't. I can't let us move on to Wally. You know, Kel pulled a John Murray last week where she had something better to do and didn't text us any sharp plays. She was at the Money True. Shots Bowl, 
And so now we have her back. We can't let we can't move on to Wally until Kel gives yeah, us some sharp info there. for this week. I literally have nothing. There's literally Ugh. nothing. Uh, I can tell you. I can tell you a couple things. You're right. I I did get stranded in Houston, Texas last week, and then had to hurry up and run home and film <laughs> bet on it live, which I would like to start doing live. I'm gonna work on that one. Um, Raiders Cincinnati under was a sharp play. Uh, the over in uh, Buffalo over 44 was given out as well. And that's about all I've got. 60, 66% to the under in wildcard games uh, over the last five years. So look, uh, if you like an over kind of tread lightly there because historically it is not in your favor. No, definitely not with that uh, stat. But yeah, guys, there you see it. Uh, Wally's Corner is uh, in full effect right now. We got best bets coming up. Uh, but without further ado, Pat Wall, I believe live in Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome in, buddy. Uh, it's great to see you guys, as always. Uh, happy Wednesday. And uh, Trig, can I get a quick record? Yeah, so... Last week, um, three and one on the Wally's Corner, uh, the four plays that you gave out. Uh, the total fell short in Broncos Chiefs, but you rattled off three wins after that. Vikings get there easily in the end, I guess. The 49ers, thrilling game. nice. That, that was probably the game of the weekend in the NFL. That gets there with an outright win. And then, uh, and then Georgia. So three and one, uh, which brings you to 66-45 and three. 59.5%. So Wally... You win this week, you're probably back up in that 60% range. So we need a winning week from you here. Yeah, like uh, like Kelly said as well. I mean, I, ha I haven't seen a, a ton of sharp stuff this week. Obviously, the card's pretty limited. Uh, but from what I've seen, one of them is already uh, one of the ones uh, Kelly gave out, which was uh, one. it would be 146 uh, under 48 and 47 in the Philadelphia Eagles-Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. They played that. Uh, then we'll go go to sides, go all the way back to, to Saturday. They're actually both in the Saturday games. Uh, 141, Las Vegas Raiders got played again at 6.5 and, and 6. You see 5.5 everywhere. Um, based off of the number I made in that game, I, I think I made it about 5. So I, I think it's still all right at 5.5. Uh, and, and then uh, number 143, the New England Patriots game. You guys were just uh, just making the bet on there. Uh, I they they took them at uh plus five plus four and a half it's now four I made the game three and a half I mean it's not a huge edge but uh obviously your numbers become a little bit more solid as the the year goes goes along and not uh, just uh with with the forecast what I'm seeing there I I think uh I think it's going to be a a good spot to to play on the uh the New England Patriots and uh that's Wally's corner I feel like we got to give KIV a, a, a rebuttal here to the uh, Pats game. What do you want me to say? <laughs> uh, listen, there, everyone, Wally and I have been opposite a couple of times. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. VR VR played the Pats too on bet on it, and I said before it went off, I said, "Man, this is that's not a good place to be." And no, I, no, I, I think on a, a bet on it in the past too. I, I think VR said to you like he doesn't like being opposite you, and I, like I'll say the same thing. I don't. I don't either. Uh, but I, I mean, I do like the Pats a lot in the spot, so I'm going to have to be. And that's just it is what it is. Yep. No, I, I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think Kelly's analysis of of like the Belichick thing was was real. It, it, it hit me because I, I I did like the Pats, and uh, to hear Wally's corner on it as well, just uh, 
threw me off, guys. But um, we do have best bets coming up, guys. Brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Um, CT bets, man. I almost feel like it, 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 besides the betting analysis, you got you haven't gotten in here enough, man. Before we get to uh, the CVB uh, Triggs analysis, uh, you want to bring anything up? Well, it's tough when Trigg doesn't shut up. I mean, it's like we talked about this. It's like, can we start lowering our analysis on games? But Trigg is just, yap, 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 yap. Let's go. They just want winners, Trigg. Winners, winners, winners. Drew Martin bets. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Wild Card Weekend here. The Triggs family are, are coming up. Uh, Mallory Ann and Adam Trigger, uh, Triggs' girlfriend, coming to stay at the Thurston household up here in Swampscott, Massachusetts. Coming up on Friday, we're going to go out to dinner, get a nice little steak dinner on Friday night. And then Saturday, obviously the, the football doesn't start until 4.30, but we will be up early and we'll probably be whacking some hoops games. So hopefully Trigg brings some uh, some good sharp stuff with college hoops and then we're going to plan on going into boston drew martin bets like i said at the beginning of the show anybody that wants to meet up with us feel free we'll buy you some vivas you could uh whack the games with us you could see me uh yell and scream i'm probably not going to stay in the city <laughs> for the patriots game because i'll get arrested so i'm going to take an uber home back to the the swamp scott house and uh probably trash ct sports book when the bills win by 17 even <laughs> tequila <laughs> seltzers all the way guys um, well, guys, we got a uh, tip off at seven o'clock Eastern here, just 14 minutes away. So, uh, got best bets coming up, but first Adam trigger, any, uh, quick college basketball thoughts, buddy. Yeah, just, well, like I said, best bet of the night for me in college hoop is Florida. I'll give out one sharp side. I saw some pretty good action on, um, that's high point. Uh, I don't have a rotation number in front of me, um, which Cal is definitely going to get upset with, but it's, uh, it's high that point. They're laying three. They're playing SC Upstate. I believe the game starts. Now, I, I got to make sure that this hasn't started yet. I think it starts at 7. Oh, 7.30. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, it's, it starts at 7.30. Um, again, uh, this is just a game I saw some sharp money on, um, and, and it looks like a couple groups hit it. So uh, so high point minus three if you want a little bit more hoop action tonight. But we gave out plenty so far. Florida, uh, I love. And, and Kel gave out a couple sides. So, uh so that'll that'll do it for uh, for hoops tonight. I, I haven't seen uh, anything else compelling enough to to share. Okay, and high point guys. That's three oh six one five one. The extra board games. Looking at the uh, wager talk odds. That's there. right. Yeah, looks like minus three and minus three and a half mostly. Actually, a minus two and a half as well at DraftKings right now. So time for best oh, bets, guys. Gobble that up. Uh, gobble that up. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, What's that's that? a rogue that? number there. If you can, if you can grab two and a half at DraftKings, gobble that right up. That's I haven't seen any two and a halves on that for a while. So that's a good. If you have DraftKings, go bet two and a half on High Point right now. It's a good number. Okay, yeah, guys, it goes back to our uh, conversation last week about DraftKings, kind of being off market at times. So check out Wally's Corner from last last uh, week, last Wednesday. But we'll go around the horn here. Uh, best bets. I talked about one of them, San Francisco, uh, the 49ers plus three. I also bet the LSU-Florida game under. We got the uh, injured point guard on the LSU side. I think it's going to be a sloppy game. So in Gainesville, I would take the under in that game, LSU and Florida. Also, 49ers plus three. So throw it over to Kelly in Vegas here. Follow her on Twitter, at Kelly in Vegas. Kelly, what do you got for best bets? Yeah, I already told you guys, I don't love this week. And we got Pat Wall on the screen. Let Pat Wall go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, you're back. There you go. Uh, there you uh go. yeah, right. 
He like kicked me out this time. One of these days we're going to get this whole uh, flow thing under control. Uh, all jokes aside, I, uh, I did give out the bills. I don't love the bills, uh, but it is the side that I worked really hard on today and said, okay, I like it better than the Niners. Um, obviously gave out uh, Florida tonight along with Trig. Clemson, which again uh, is now the square dog, which bothers me. But I do really like Maryland. And I did go ahead and place a wager on K-State first half last few games. Um, K-State's now just eight and six on the season, lost three straight yet. Now they're a four-point home favorite. I wanted to lay two and a half. I went to bed, saw the overnights. I totally thought money would come on TCU. Why wouldn't it? They've only lost two games. Nope, money came on in K-State, moved it to four. So I didn't end up putting it on my sheet. Uh, but I did uh, lay one and a half with K-State in the first half. I think now it's probably two. But uh, this is a K-State team that comes out firing on all cylinders right out of the gate. And I think that's what we'll see tonight with Bruce Weber back on the bench. Hopefully uh, that is the uh, the plan anyway. Hopefully it works out that way, guys. We got out. Pat Wall up next. Wally's corner always. What do you got for best bets, buddy? Yeah, so uh, so I'm an idiot. One week removed. I already forgot I was supposed to save one of these, but I know which one I want to make my best bet. That is number 141, the Las Vegas Raiders, plus five and a half best bet. Uh, best of luck, everybody. Hope you catch some tickets. Don't forget to smash the like button. From Pat Wall, the Adam Trigger. Check him out on Twitter, at TopFlightSI. Trigg, what do you got? Oh, my God. I can't believe Kel just came on here and gave the bills because, like, I don't like, like Wally said, I do not like being against against Kel. Like, I, I respect every every play she gives out, but I kind of love the Patriots here. Um, I And I haven't been on the Pats. I don't think I've given out a, a play. I don't think I've given the Patriots out since they lost that ridiculous game where they lost and didn't cover in overtime to the Cowboys. I think that's actually the last time I gave Patriots out. The last time I bet them, I was at the game with CT bets. They beat the Browns by a million. But I this so the difference between Bama and Patriots, in my opinion, is everyone's not on the Patriots right now. I checked before I came on air. It looks like the majority of the tickets and the money right now is on the Bills. Now that could change because the the betting public rolls in later in the week. But I. I I think this is a this line is an overreaction to what just happened in the most recent game uh, with the Bills beating the Patriots. And if you throw that game out, the Bills have not been impressive for probably, you know, we're, we're looking at probably a month now since the Bills have really done anything of note. Uh, that game they won against the Patriots was a revenge game for the Pats going into Buffalo and winning on Monday night. Um, you look at the Bills, they're on a four-game win streak. They beat the Panthers, Falcons, and Jets. Not overly impressive against the Jets. Not overly impressive against the Falcons. Um, I, I think it's too many points. I hope I'm not on a square dog here. I do know that Chris's house is getting absolutely trashed if the Patriots do not cover because we are going to probably be watching that game at his house. and We're probably going to be about 15 Vivas in by that point. So um, for, 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 for Amanda's sake... And her home, I really hope Patriots get the money here. Uh, but I, I got to say, I think it's a, a little bit of a re revenge spot. Um, I like the Pats getting the points here. And I, 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 that's my best bet. I think it's the best bet of the weekend so far in the NFL. Good analysis, Trig. Bring it in Miss Bear as well. Hopefully the house does stay okay. CT bets, man. What do you got for best bets in a response? Drew Martin bets. I'm going to the Monday night game of Wild Card Weekend. And before I get into it, I got to say... Uh, I got thrown for a loop-de-loo on Sunday when I was watching NFL 
I'm watching the game and it's the Niners game. They start talking about wild card weekend. They tell me there's going to be two games Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday. I had no clue we were doing that this year. Kelly and Ariel, they said it was normal. They knew all about it. And then on top of that, <laughs> Drew Martin bets, they tell me that the, one of the games is on like Nickelodeon and they're sliming players or something like this. I'm so confused. I don't know what's going on. My dad's up in heaven right now being like, it's wild card weekend. How is there not three fucking games on Saturday and three on Sunday? The weekend is not Monday. CT Bets thinks it should be three and three. I'm going to the Rams. Cards game on Monday night, Drew Martin bets, and I am taking the Rams minus four. I cannot get myself to back Coach Handsome and Kyler Murray in their first playoff game. I think they had a great year. I think this line is set right. Rams favored. Our good friend Kenny White makes this game seven and a half, Drew Martin bets. Seven and a half. He makes this game Rams, Rams favored by. I think that. Sean McVay is top five coach, in my opinion. I love McVay. I think last weekend was a throwout game. Didn't really matter for the Rams. Um, they get off to that hot start. And you know what? Really don't want to just get out of that game without without any injuries. Head into the playoffs. I have a 14-1 to ticket on the Rams to win the whole thing. I expect them to come out firing on all cylinders. Drew Martin bets. Then I'll be doing the hula, cashing on Monday night. Wild card weekend, CT Rams minus four, best bet. Love it, CT bets. Also a three and a half, guys, at DraftKings. Again, off market there, but minus four, widely available, straight up guy, CT bets 16. He knows Viva Tequila Seltzer. Guys, go order it on the website. We'll tweet something out there on Twitter at the Hustle Show Pod. Our belief is to live long, live well, and live it up. Viva up for Kelly Stewart, Chris Thurston, Pat Wall, and Adam Trigger. I am Drew Martin. Guys, we'll see you next week. Best of luck with your bets.